<laughs> what, what was the girl's name? LaFonda? Is yeah. That LaFonda. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> brilliant. Just brilliant. <laughs> Chase had some of those glasses like he wore. I did. They were my old granddad's. And, oh, my gosh. If you wore them too long, you would go blind. It was a fact. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Remember he Uncle? Just like it. Remember He's Uncle Rico? He's going to say that again. I bet I can throw a football over the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I forget that we love that in high school. We did. Yeah. It was so stupid. Man. I quote that all the time. Yeah. Uh, that's so crazy. Oh, for Pedro. But for Pedro. sound effects that he found in the last episode. <laughs> I was trying to tell a serious cop story and he puts like fun sirens in the background. <laughs> that, was so funny. that was so funny to me. <laughs> this is the most serious cop story I have and there's like fun sirens. There was blood everywhere. <laughs> That is, that is what it was like. That's what it was like. Dang it. <laughs> so, so, I was, so I was on this call one night. <laughs> it's the worst call ever. Our eyes were locked. Our barrels were pointed straight at each other. <laughs> and I didn't. My heart began to race. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Bozo the Clown walked right through that living room, right with that standoff. And de-escalated that situation. <laughs> and everybody went home happy. And with animal balloons. <laughs> so if we could start recording tonight, that would be uh, We're optimal. actually recording. Oh, we've, been, we've been recording for oh. six months. Oh, wow. That's, that's good. <laughs> I need to sneeze. What's <laughs> 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 that? Dane Cook. Dane Cook. It's like a... What was that? He say a, a spray bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God bless you. <laughs> I'm an atheist. I'm an atheist. <laughs> I hope they drag you through the mud and the muck. The mud and the muck. Then I hope they cut you down and print the Bible on you. <laughs> Where's he at? Where? Now? Where is it? I think he's still out. I think he's. He? Oh my he gosh. Still, he made so much. He's got the super finger. Uh, yeah, he did. I thought his brother or somebody was his manager and like embezzled or took millions from him. Actually, I think I heard that. Um, apparently, we read the same fake news story. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Somebody just... That was actually real. That's... <laughs> it's uh, November 9th. We got our buddy Chase here with us. So say hey, Chase. Hey, Chase. No, nah, Chase Didn't is my uh, pretty much lifelong buddy. No, we go back a long time. Yeah. Long time. We didn't start hanging out till uh, you eventually got cool. He's right. You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and we got we finally got Emily up here. Yep. Donald Trump got elected. How about that? I'm cautiously optimistic about that. You know, because uh, I honestly didn't expect him to win, or at least not by the margin that he did. But I think the speech last night uh, that he gave after winning the election was actually. It instilled some confidence in me about the optimism for the future. So. I'm not so much confident in him as I am his cabinet. That's true. Because you got Ben Carson, you got Mike Huckabee, possibly Trey Gowdy, and uh, Jason Chaffetz, possible um, 
I don't know. I'm not too sure about Chris Christie. I like Newt. I think Newt's going to do a good job, and I think that uh, you also got Jeff Sessions as well. He he got he was early supporter of Trump, and I think uh, he could be uh, a key factor, maybe a Secretary of State or even Defense. Even I think that's what he's aiming for. We need a really we need a really uh, we need a different route on the Secretary of Defense. That's true. I think uh, we need somebody who wants to bomb everybody. I <laughs> <laughs> No, I, man, I have high hopes, at least for the next four years. I want to see Trey Gowdy as AG, personally. I know Giuliani's kind of up, up uh, yeah. about that. Yeah, you hear Giuliani, you know, uh, I want to say he had a hand in that speech last night that he, he gave uh, the acceptance and, uh, no, after he won. That's That reeked of Giuliani uh, because he's just well-spoken. Uh and he cleaned up New York, so I think uh, a lot of that has yeah. to do with the way he went after crime, and I think he would do that as Attorney General. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because he uh, he started that whole stop and frisk thing. That's right. No matter, you know, no matter if you agree with stop and frisk or not. No. The, the it, fact of the matter is, if it's unconstitutional, you know, that's one matter. But the, the other matter is, you got a bunch of bad people. On that's the street right. By stop and frisk, and it, so. you know, and it's become a nationwide topic. In fact, you frisked me right before I came in here, and it was really <laughs> awkward. Well, uh, I mean, you know. We, we try to keep a tight ship up here. Have you ever read the book The Tipping Point? I don't I've heard of it. <laughs> it um, <laughs> yes, what they did to, uh, where there was a corresponding drop in, drop in crime, they started covering up all the tagging, what, the graffiti, and all the drug neighborhoods or whatever. Yeah, that goes along with the broken window theory. Then, well, I, I mean, I don't want to veer off topic here because I, I love crime. Um, <laughs> I really do. But uh, going back to the election and Trump, I, I'd like, I mean, what about the Hillary? I mean, she, she I feel like she kind of uh, was really inconsiderate of, of her supporters. No, I'm not a big Hillary supporter anyway. You know, those supporters were sitting out there for hours. I mean, 2, 2 a.m. Central Time was when they uh, called the election, the, our Pennsylvania uh, putting Trump over the 270 mark, and he, uh, what, five, ten minutes later, he was on stage. Mm -hmm. uh, Hillary never came out. But she called him and conceded to him. But I was what? just thinking of the supporters at that point, because they were, you know, of course, there were a few in the fetal position, literally, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in yeah. the, <laughs> and, and not to come out and say, hey, you can stop, you can stand up and, and not do that. Yeah. Uh, but just to come out and acknowledge them, I thought would have been really classy, and uh, but sending Podesta, who's already clouded Stupid, in controversy. Uh, you know, I don't know, did, I would flip back back and forth between I was Fox the same and way. MSNBC. Yeah. There's two people I wanted to see yeah. just upset. One was Anderson Cooper and the other one was Rachel Maddow. Yeah, Rachel Maddow did not disappoint. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. And who was the other one? Van Chris Jones Matthews. was another one. He he yeah. kind of had a little rant there. Chris Matthews. Chris dude. Matthews was like Chris, Jesus. Remember he cried when Obama won. He also oh. got a thrill up his leg and I was I don't <laughs> that was that was really sketchy. <laughs> yeah. What was interesting is after uh when Trump was about to take stage, so I flipped it over to MSNBC. Yeah. And they they're like, What what could he possibly be doing? Yeah. You know, we're thinking he ain't taking that stage. Yeah. Just to, they said, Well, but he has to Yeah, uh, Fox Carville, was what was Carville, Fox the first one to call it? Yeah. Carville disappeared. Dude, he we, disappeared we, midway he through the did, night. But then he came back on, he was like, Yeah, well, well nothing he's done is 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 has been status quo. Was well, he the white lash That guy? was an on-point impression, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was. <laughs> the raging Cajun. The raging Cajun. <laughs> like they were baffled. 
of yeah. what Trump was going to say after every other station had called the thing. Not, yeah, like, there's 98 percent, and he's up you know, and, and a couple hundred thousand. It's, it's mathematically yeah. impossible. And them talking about share and yeah, and watch, uh, Beyonce, Beyonce, all of them back there backstage crying. Katy yeah. Perry, uh, Katy Perry. Oh, they all swore oh, if man. if Trump wins, we're leaving. But uh, yeah. they have showed no signs of that. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know Scott Slack. That's a funny sucker. I thought you said Scott Staff, and I was about to start singing Creed. Like Jeremy Camp. Uh, uh, Jeremy Camp's just a Christian Scott Staff. <laughs> this is the first concert ever. Man, I'm excited, though. I really am. I think that, like my family, I have family that works in the oil field and energy industry. And I really think they're about to go back to work. I think that coal miners get to go back to work. In the first year of his presidency, he's going to peel back these regulations from like the EPA and maybe a little bit of OSHA stuff and get costs down. And I think and I think that uh, this is fixing to be a great time in America. Well, that's also a good point because, uh, you know, I, I get to travel around the state and listen to uh, people. Uh, business owners and, and, and industry, and they talk, that's the number one thing they bring up is, is regulation on top of regulation. And uh, now... What do you what do, you do, do for a living? Uh, that is classified, actually. <laughs> um, a lot of people think I, I work for the Secret Service. He's Arkansas, don't live. But, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, I'll drive you to Little Rock. <laughs> Hop in. Oh, hey, are we going to the... I, I told you we have to go to the inauguration. I just hit you in the ribs. I'm sorry. You did. It kind of hurt. Uh, no, uh, can you... Um, can Strong. You, can you... Can <laughs> Don't laugh at that, Alan. No, have you the, been working out, Alan? The inauguration. No, I, I'm curious as, as how big. You know, because this was record turnout uh, for the election. Freaking I, I wonder if it's going to be record turnout. You know, because Barack Obama back in 2008 had the largest inauguration. Uh, Understandably. And, 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 that's, and that's really cool. Mick Jagger today tweeted, said he would be there to sing. You don't always get what you want. Oh, yeah, that's good. Well, that's that's sweet of him. <laughs> <laughs> But before you cut me off, sorry, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh, I was saying the, Shut your mouth. you know, uh, the Republicans now control the House, Senate, which they 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 kept control of the House first time since 1928. Kept control of the Senate. Now they are uh, now they have the presidency. And going back to those regulations that I hear about, that has to be within the first hundred days. You might see a lot of talk about Obamacare, and you're going to hear a lot of talk about the regulation on the. Uh, lot in the industry right now and uh I, what's gonna have to happen with obamacare is we'll go right ahead <laughs> what's gonna happen this is a radio show he sounds like no. he does this <laughs> i just listen to it a lot yeah. so you spend you spend enough time in that car driving that uber you're gonna get to know some of these radio so personalities no what has to happen with obamacare is uh is uh they're gonna have to give out uh, vouchers to get out of it or like uh tax breaks on it and so um, right. I think you'll say I think you'll see it come back down to the states and then start and point. then you have to open up the uh, uh, insurance industry again and let them let them go to battle. Yeah, and and I think that's what a lot of people uh, were looking at when even during the debates when Trump mentioned opening it up where states can compete against each other, just like car insurance. You know, you get that com uh, that competition. It definitely I think would help uh, increase the product, but drive the costs down. Yeah. Um, you know, whether or not they work out a system, if they do decide to repeal that, 
I'm really interested to see how all that works. It's it's going to be a crazy first hundred days. Uh, I'm really excited to see the transition of power, though. Yeah, and and, I, and that that leads me to my next point of I listened to Hillary today and the concession speech, but right after that it was Barack Obama, and I really. I'm not a big supporter of Barack Obama. I think he'd be cool to hang out with. I just don't like his policies, obviously. But but, uh, I I did enjoy hearing him speak today because he did talk about how George W. Bush's administration helped him uh, transition into that and so they could hit the ground running. And he made a a great track and field reference of handing off the baton. And as someone who hates to run, it really made me uh, enjoy that reference. (laughs) Where did... Where do you see uh, where do you see relations with Russia in the first year of his presidency? Because you know Ru- you know Ooh. Putin tweeted out that he was he didn't tweet out. I think he sent a telegram actually, which is he, li- he <laughs> anytime you use the words Putin tweet in the same sentence, <laughs> it's, just, it's awesome. Yeah, Putin sent a sent a, a telegram, a literal telegram to to uh, Donald Trump saying that he was ready to make things better. <laughs> <laughs> I just imagine a guy riding on a bicycle. <laughs> Telegram for Mr. Trump. Esquire. No, I think the, the relations, at least it kind of seems like uh, Trump's going into it with a very open mind. Uh, you know, as for if Hillary would have gotten it, she was already had dealings with the Russian. We got the Russian reset button that was a complete failure. But no, uh, it, it kind of seems like there there could be some uh, some room for some constructive uh, uh, relationship building there. And which, you know, America and Russia have always had tensions going back to even uh, pre-World War II. So... Uh, this may be a bridge. Oh, of course, they may see him as a, a useful idiot is what I've heard from different uh, pundits. You know, they say, oh, well, we, they, the Russians have already hacked and they have all this information. They're just waiting to blackmail and blah, 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 which may be true because I got plenty of blackmail on Jordan. I know how it works. But but, you know, I, I'm that's another thing I'm interested to see. So uh, I couldn't tell you. Definitely, but I think Trump is going to with open mind. I think Syria gets worked out in the first two years. I th- As regard to the refugee crisis, what do you think? I think that uh, I think that Trump was. I think that that was such a uh, big deal, and I think that um, you need to turn your phone off. Man, I get so many Twitter followers. That's, That's what I think. Weird. You have three. <laughs> nah, two of them are his mom. I think, man. I think he's going to be a no drama. <laughs> that is a trick there too. Well, well, she got locked out of the first account and had to remake it more. That was <laughs> not <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> that Adam ruins everything. That is my show. Did, did you watch the election one? Yes. What did y'all think about that? that I, I, don't, I don't guess I'm, I don't. What do you think about that? No, well, actually, I've, I've, I've never actually just sat down and watched the show. I've wanted to, but Impractical Jokers, you know, if I'm watching True oh TV, my that's what I'm going for. Oh, my I love gosh. I, I feel like that was me and Jordan. We could have long time ago. We could have been rich. We could have been rich, but you know, we just chose not to because you know somebody's got to be poor, and I guess we will fall on that grenade. But uh, I, I just heard a little bit about the election one, or or the was it the wall one? I actually because he did one about oh that was about immigration. Yeah, yeah, about about immigration. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He did one on weddings. That Uh, was pretty cool. I'm actually going to try to check some out because it looks interesting. But what did he? uh, I guess because I haven't seen it, and I, I want you to spoil it for me. Uh, 
about the Electoral College? Because I know that's a big debate coming up right now because, you know, Hillary won the popular vote. Trump yeah. gets the Electoral College. For Democrats, it is kind of a touchy subject because two of the last five elections, it's happened to that, them. So I, they're going to keep bringing it up. I think they're going to spend a lot of money fighting it or trying to dismantle it. The Electoral College yeah. or the popular vote? On his show, he said that, that no matter what you vote, it really doesn't matter that the politicians are going to pick or something like that. I don't really know. Yeah, if there's a tie, then the poli- technically the politicians will. That was the deal is the fact that, you know, every vote. Yeah. Like our vote doesn't matter. Our vote really That's what he said. It does, it does ma- I think it does matter on a local level. You know, right. that, I, you know, I had to force to vote for some people. Yeah. My only fear is if they they uh, take out the Electoral College, then, uh, I mean, all you would really need is New York, Texas, and California to absolutely win an election. The Electoral College was put in place to kind of give low population states, smaller states, a an actual say in an election, um, and it was to keep from mob rule, which is you know just a, which we've never claimed to be, except you know some people kind of misconstrue that. We're a republic, absolutely constitutional yep. representative republic. republic. Yep. Democracy is two wolves and a sheep voting on what? Absolutely, country. absolutely. But the you know it's just to keep from you know where the numbers are, to keep the the. I guess the numbers that aren't there, because they'll always be in power. Uh, well, I, I'm not going to get into, uh, I guess, uh, it's an agenda conspiracy. Because, I mean, because I, I, I'm i not going to say if I believe or dis- disbelieve in a lot of things. Because, I mean, that could go so many ways from school system to this or that. But I think all you got to do is say the pledge. And it says, and to the republic for which it stands. So I think it's, you know, it's right there for everybody to kind of, and, and they should be saying that in schools, I guess. Uh, so they... They hear that. They hear that word. But I guess they associate it with Republican. And, you know, that's kind of a dirty word in a lot of circles, especially the media. Yeah. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. You have UFO (laughs) radar outside your home. Do you, Alan? I will. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel about UFOs? Um, Well, uh, I don't guess it's really ever come up with me. I I would say. (laughs) But you live in Arkansas. That's true. When uh, (laughs) that if there's two things that Arkansans know, it's how a tornado sounds (laughs) and uh, what a UFO looks like. And we've all had to describe both on the news. Um, no, UFOs, I think that's, I don't necessarily believe in UFOs because if you talk about light years and, and things like that, if, if somebody was traveling to this planet from light years away, then that's physically, if they're, you're talking about a, an actual body of some sort, it's, it's, it will die before it gets here. You would kind of know. Well, I mean, I guess the religion in me says that we are special, uh, especially created, you know, uh, I don't want to get in the weeds on that. <laughs> Religion. <laughs> gosh. Alan, how do you feel about the JFK assassination? Oh, my gosh. That, why did don't you ask, get him why did, started. Why did, no, I can tell you who killed JFK. Desi Arnett. No, we're going to say it. Exactly. Hang on. Let me, do a, uh, let me do a quick quiz. What was his profession? Abraham's a pruder. Oh. Uh, <laughs> dressmaker. So anyway, um, <laughs> I think that it was I think that it was Lyndon Johnson's cronies. Jordan, but, he opened the door. I, he, I thought I'd whew, tiptoed around the conspiracy theory uh, <laughs> question, but now you, you open up the door because I'm a huge. I mean, that's what I went to college for was a history degree, and JFK uh, was just something that I attached myself to and, and just wanted to study. It wasn't so much the uh, the assassination it was more policy because he gets he's he's held up as a liberal 
icon, but he was actually very conservative. But I, I, you know what? There's another theory behind that is that the media was getting kind of growing kind of tired of his escapades and were ready to drop the bomb on. Uh, you could say he liked the ladies, all right? That, but I, I like to study his policy, and you, and you can't study JFK. Uh, like like I enjoy doing without looking into the assassination. You know, there's and there's so much there. I mean, it's just so much there. There was talk of uh, him not even being on the ticket on the the same go round. You know, because that I yeah. mean, he needed Texas to win, so that's why he brought Lyndon on. Yeah. Um, and then you know, 1963 is rolling around. You got to get preparing for that re-election campaign, and they were growing pretty tired of Lyndon Johnson. You talk about our, I guess, fragile political climate. You know, we're so divisive, Republican, Democrat, liberal, conservative, whatever, you know, with political correctness. You can throw all that in there. But, I mean, I could not imagine, because I wasn't around then, we haven't had to really deal with the turbulence and the, I guess, the issue, the scariness of uh, your president getting shot and then his brother getting shot, you know, uh, what, five years later? I mean, growing up during that time, especially... Uh, if you're a teenager or your 20s or even a, a parent at that point, that's a, that's a scary time. And we, that's something we haven't – well, we had 9-11. And that was well, Reagan. just nope. a scary time. I couldn't imagine yeah. growing up in that kind of era or just coming about – you know, because that's when you're developing your own political – Leanings, and you're and you're starting to develop your own personality and own opinions about things. And then these people that you see are suddenly not there, and you're like, well, what if I do think the wrong thing? Somebody tries to kill me. Oh, and, and, and sadly, it's not to that. I mean, it's crazy. It's not. We try to fear about political correctness now. You know, oh well, they. I may lose my job or something, but I'm not worried about anybody killing me. But you know, the thing is, I, I remember when Reagan. Trump reminds me of Reagan, I, and I remember crying when uh, when it showed that Reagan was going to win. My dad went, what? Boy, why are you crying? Well, you know, I was nine years old. The, the scary thing was the nuclear war. You know, we had with this one, we had the nuclear drills, and it was the most idiotic thing. It's like tornado drills. Okay, you did the bell. Get under your desk, because that will protect you from a nuclear <laughs> warhead. Yeah, don't look at the flash. You know, because they would let us know that, oh, they're going to hit Barksdale, because uh, of the really? B-52, so just don't look, don't look out the window towards the baseball field, because that would be where the flash is coming from. So you just cover your head like, yeah, that would work. So what did Carter do? Uh, the commercials was elect Reagan, mm. mushroom cloud. It's, it's been a, ever since uh, elections began, when Cain uh, was running against Abel. Um, <laughs> you know, they, they've always used fear tactics, you know, because it, it plays right into that. Well, you know, and that's what I was upset about. Cause you don't want to get blown up. Daddy said, he said, the world will be destroyed when God wants it destroyed. He said, we're worried about that. And that was none of that, so I stopped rounding up. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, going going back to the JFK session, I want to hear a little bit more about Jordan and the and the his kind of theories behind that because I know he's he's well read in some of this. Uh, more more was nine eleven than JFK. Uh, I wrote a bunch of papers on that in college. And the teachers like, loved it, Bart. Oh, they did not love me for <laughs> that. No, uh, what 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 all did you have? Uh, what were some of the the highlights of uh, of some of those papers about the nine eleven one? You got to explain some of this to me because I'm very naive and I take a lot of things at face value. So I, I think one takes, I think it just takes common sense to kind of step back and look at the facts and say, all right, this is not right. It's just a cliff notes version of what, of what they tried to explain to us that day. You're going to tell me that a bunch of Middle Easterners somehow got aboard four airplanes with box cutters. They penetrated the most safe airspace in the world. And they somehow 
made it to three out of four of their destinations and blew up two, three, three buildings without ever being intercepted by one fighter jet. I call BS on that. The other thing is Building 7. They, they, say, an, they say an office fire. Yeah. And they the announced other, it before they, before it failed. Yeah. The other thing, so what's the protocol for when a, uh, if we were domestically attacked in New York City, then the Pentagon was attacked, what would be your fir- the first thing you would do with your president? Get him in the air. I mean, you work. I mean, you're obviously that's, very cla- well that's read. classified. You're obviously very well read. What happens to the president when there is a threat to the United States? Well, there. Like she said, you got to get him in the air. But I know there's a lot of debate on if, if he's at certain spots, you want to get him underground. There, there's. I guess it just kind of depends. I don't really know what the specifics are if, if, for different situations. Now I know they moved him several times, and even uh, even went to Barksdale. Man, it's it's all just, it's a sham, and it makes me so mad when I think about it. Uh, there was an exercise because if you if you listen to the tapes of uh, like the FAA and uh, NORAD and stuff like that. Um, they keep asking, is uh, this is a drill? The, we, the reason they keep asking that over and over again, is this a drill or is this real life? The reason they keep asking that is because they have a huge training operation going on that day. You know what the training operation was? Sure. If a plane hit the World Trade Center, yeah. it Don't is... Uh, then they couldn't find the boxes, right? The black boxes? But they found that they guy's found passport. That. One of the terrorist passports came out of the airplane, threw that huge explosion that melted steel, but it couldn't touch that material paper. called paper. They should have made a plane out of what they made the paper. <laughs> yeah. And, it uh, must have been laminated because yeah. that stuff's yeah, pretty tough. I think so. I think you're right. When you wrap all this in a nice little thing and put a bow on it and it's going to have a conspiracy. I think people just don't want to think that the government would do that. Once you go down that road It's a and, rabbit hole. And it's a process you go through that everything's a conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got to back up and say, wait a second. Yep. And you back out. I've been then there. You can, then you can look at it like we're looking at it right now and talk about it. Yeah. It's not going to go and ruin our day. Right. Uh, I think when it comes to conspiracy theories, uh, I'm a little more, I guess, agnostic about it because yeah. I, I kind of take, you know, I look at it at face value and then... And then I, you know, of course the theory is going to come out there, but you can't, you can't just dismiss them all. And so I, especially about the JFK one, I don't know. You can go mafia, you can go LBJ, you can go this, that. And so um, I'm not going to say, well, that, that's not true. That's not, because I mean, it, it's very possible that it, yeah. it's, so I'm, I'm, I know I hadn't talked to the whole lot about the 9-11 one, but because I'm, I'm just very, about it. Any, any sort of conspiracy like that or a uh, situation like that, I'm, I'm just, Try to keep an open mind about it. So don't think I'm calling y'all crazy. But you're crazy. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that it's come to that point where yeah. you wouldn't put it past the government. That, that, that's the and, and that's the yeah. sad that's part. Where you want to tie this back around? People who believe about 9-11, they're Trump supporters. Guarantee it. How many presidential candidates do you know going to freaking Alex Jones show? Alex uh, Jones is, uh, he's he's touch and go. Oh my, he drives me nuts. He's just a salesman that wraps everything in a conspiracy theory so he can sell product. That's true. Uh, and he's I, made I a good profit at it too. He has. Oh, uh, are y'all the same jack. way on, on the back? Would y'all put him kind of in the same category? Oh, Glenn Beck. I, I, and, and I don't know because wow. it kind of seems like the last, what, year, year and a half, it's, it's really, well, wow. you know, it, it's yeah. also that I tried, you know, I hadn't listened 
McLean in uh, years, I guess. Yeah. You know, um, but uh, actually, I was getting out of range on another program, that, and I'm you know on my one of my Uber drives today, <laughs> three hours uh, one way. Um, Make that money, <laughs> jingle jangle. And uh, you know, I was driving along, and, and it just happened to uh, flip on and hear it. But you know, I listened to what eight, ten minutes of it, and. Uh, Seven minutes of it was ads. Just driving me, it's just yeah. like, come on, man. Yeah. And when they come back, it's just like, oh, we'll get to that the important stuff for right here in the next uh, 10 minutes or so. Like, gosh, <laughs> come on, quit selling. You know, it's just, more you're trying ads. to get more ads. Just you know, kick the can down the road to uh, keep yeah. people listening oh, longer. Us, huh? Hold for a commercial. Or you have a trouble sleeping. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Me too. But I'm excited about, I'm excited about the. Way of the country right now. Yeah, there, it, yeah it's it's like you can you can walk. Uh, t- I don't know. Today was kind of that feeling where you, you poked your chest out a little bit. You didn't gloat that uh, that Trump won. Like uh, someone put it, you breathe through both nostrils and you could smell the freedom a little bit yep. better. I, man, I felt like the people. It, it was a good won. I felt yeah. like it was one for the people. No, it was a I guess a total just turnaround from. It was yeah. like we we we're not agreeing with the, with the globalism and, and repudiate the the last uh, or the policies that the current president is putting in, which he still has a reasonably high approval rating for some reason. Uh, I, I, I and I, I think it goes back to what I said earlier. You know, I said I'd hang out with him, but I just yeah, don't agree. I, I, th- cool. I think I think he's he's just he's got is. that he's got a good swag about. The him. dude is cool. He is I, cool. I, and he, he's funny. He is yep. funny. He is. He's got great comedic time. He's, have you seen that thing with Jerry Seinfeld that he did? Uh, was that the in the yeah. car, the yeah, coffee? Yeah, man? that was good. Uh, where they were driving around. That never saw it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the senior service wouldn't let him leave. <laughs> His approval. Uh, Rating is higher with me now since he's out of there. He's getting yeah. out of there. But, uh, last night when I was watching that, it, I haven't felt that way in a while. When the Cowboys last time they won the Super Bowl. I'll, t- I'll tell you what it was like on 9-11 when Bush said, we're fixing to, get, we're fixing to go get those people. I hear you. Yeah. The world yeah. hears you. And the people who knocked these buildings down were here. All of a sudden. That was. That was. America you still get goosebumps about yeah, some of that. That was a good speech. Yeah. Yep. Doing his voice, though. <laughs> if you wouldn't have just said that, I would have been able But uh, No, we're still waiting. Give me a minute. There, there's, there's a face that goes with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not. I'm just. I'm not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. That sounds like Dana Carvey doing his. Dad. That, that is. That's actually. That's that's what comes to mind. Hillary won't have this problem, but I keep. I always thought about this during the 2012 election with Mitt Romney. Uh, after he was Who? unsuccessful, <laughs> you know how how uh, how much of a of a shock is it to her? How humbling is it that one day you're one of the most protected people in the world, and then the next day you don't, you know, the Secret uh, Service says bye. You're, you're no, you're no longer important. New York, yeah, you're, you're, but but you I know, would love to be a fly but, on the last night. But, too, but but that's the thing. Mitt Romney had to do it. You know, other people had to do it. Yeah. Hillary won't. Yeah. She still has it. She'll have the protection, I, and, and, and yeah. she'll still feel important. You know, she yeah, hasn't driven sure. a car in thirty-five. Who do you think the yeah, next? Who do you think the twenty twenty Democratic sweetheart will be? Ooh, that uh, is a good uh, question. Saw, there, there are clamorings for Michelle, Michelle Obama. Obama. But, but wouldn't we that. be right back in the position we were in? Like, oh well, her husband was president. That qualifies her. But Hillary, what if what if Trump gets this economy going and everybody's back to work and in twenty twenty everybody freaking loves him? You know, and then he'll. he'll He'll, he'll win the landslide. It'll be another, it'll be another Reagan Mondale. That was the cool thing about Reagan. He was willing to give up being reelected 
to fix the problem. And that kind of seems like a Trump. That kind of seems like a Trump esque type thing to do. Yeah, I mean, because what does Trump have to lose? I mean, the dude's already he's already loaded. Well, I'm I'm gonna I I don't need this job. I'll go back to my billion dollar empire. Him moving into the White House is a step down. You know, he said. You know, he already said he's gonna build some more buildings out behind the White House. (laughs) Oh my God! What did he say he was gonna build behind it? Like a a golf course? No, he was gonna he was gonna build a four story hot tub. <laughs> he was gonna build um, a wall. That was good. But who's gonna pay for it? Mexico. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be a big, it's nice, beautiful be door. It's gonna, be wall. It's gonna be huge. It will be the best world. And can <laughs> and Canada don't think we forgot about you. That wall is coming for you next. <laughs> I think what he's got to do though, instead of instead of a wall, you I'll see, think. it just got ten feet higher. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Dude, I, I was loving it. Some of yeah, that. Man. I think instead of a wall, that uh, he's he needs to get rid of the uh, incentive to come over here from. That's true. I mean, it, and I also think that would work better than a wall anyway. Yeah. And maybe that's the. Maybe he was. Maybe the wall is him getting rid of regulation, and that and that would be fine with. Yeah, I think it's more symbolism than anything. Really, I mean, because the wall is a metaphor. I think it's. I think it kind of is a metaphor (laughs) because I mean, you put up, uh, you know, the strategic fencing, which is by law, but they never built. They yeah. built five percent of it, but it was funded and it was law. They just never finished it. Um, I think you get, you know, drones, security, you know, uh, uh, technology out there. You got double border patrol, but, but you also got to look at the guard. By the way, that's, that's, that's true. What they're, they yeah. border it's patrol called the national, national guard. guard. But yeah. I think you know why are they coming here? It's you know driving those wages down. They want to talk about a wage gap there, and you know fifteen dollars an hour. But it's it's bringing unskilled labor here. That's you know that they will work for cheap. And so the e-verify system is what if that was law and and you had to use the e-verify system. I think that would and they weren't able to get a job. It would turn some back around. Now some are just coming to get the get the you know the goodies, uh, as CR would say, um, and and. Not the not the actual work. So, hey, what do you do with that? And uh, and white and white people. Let me let me talk directly to white people. Slightly racist. <laughs> uh, no, you're. I mean, you complain that the Mexicans take the jobs, but what kind of jobs do Mexicans take? A lot of manual labor stuff. So, white people, when all that stops, you're gonna have to take up those jobs. When you're saying, right. well, there's not the job, yeah. they, and well, they're and they're not the most desirable jobs. Right. There's right. gotta right. be a corresponding cut um, in welfare. Yes, and, that's uh, right. And, and, and you know the it's, only people the incentives have to go. And really, the only people that I've you know that do support that, besides you know people who lean more progressive or liberal, whatever you want to call it, uh, are <clears throat> a lot of intellectuals, uh, you know, in academia. Who sit in the ivory tower, uh, ivory tower with tenure, and there's no possibility of anybody hopping the border and taking their job. Right. right. But they're okay with you know driving that unskilled labor. And, and what and what are some of the reasons that you do hire hire them? Is because a like he's going back talking about the white people, which offended me obviously. Um, I'm just, <laughs> um, people who, who people who weren't uh, are not willing to take you know the lower end jobs and also. Uh, forgot what the point was. Uh, people not taking those jobs and also drugs. I mean, the, who, who can pass a drug test right now? That, that's another problem that I run into. Of course, driving my Uber. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. There's a local business that that they're always hiring. But he said they cannot pass. The I test. see it all the time. Turnover is you know thirty five, forty percent, even higher. Well, and people are there less than a month. Yeah, but what? Yeah. But what it, is it's it? Crazy. It's it's mostly marijuana because 
Yeah. Not many people are on crack and meth. It might seem like that. Right, right, not many right. people are on crack and meth and heroin and all. Well, that. I, now they did. They did just uh, recently. They did the opioid epidemic yeah. legislation because I mean, uh, I was of course driving this, uh, this. This Uber is driving me crazy. <laughs> no, no pun intended. But uh, you know, I was uh, a, I was uh, also went to a drug. <laughs> I guess Emily uh, just got that. <laughs> <laughs> Delay reaction. <laughs> but, you know, I, I went to a uh, a briefing, classified briefing, of course, about the uh, the meth epidemic mm-hmm. that's going on. Right. Uh, and it's, it hits right here in, in, in southwest uh, Arkansas here. So, yeah. um, you know, it's it, it's just, I guess, the accessibility of it, you know, because they were talking about, you know, there's no longer meth labs where you can make some of this stuff in a water bottle. Yeah, absolutely, you can. Yeah. Come on, I'll show you. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is nice. Wow. Oh. Put that away. It's like rock candy. <laughs> but no, yeah, you look at a lot Even of... on a stick. But, but, but you, look at, you look a lot uh, at the bookings at, at different counties. I mean, that's... that's Not only is it alcohol, DWI, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of meth possession, too. What tickles me are these these doomsday preppers. <clears throat> because just like Bill Burr said, all you're doing is planting food for the baddest dude on the block. But these these people who are thinking that they're going to be able to transact this stuff and uh, and all that. If someone walked up to me and I had a few bars of gold and I had twenty chickens, you know, how much gold you have? I'm not selling my chickens. You're selling my chickens. All right. Well, I do have a question for you. What do I need to do about my gold? <laughs> uh, no, but really, I, <laughs> I've already told Jordan what precious metal is most important. Lead, because you're only going to hold on to your gold as long as you can hold on to your lead. It, it, it's crazy. It, it's not like that suddenly I'm the smart dude because I got gold. I'm going to be king of the county. I'll be dead before you. That's <laughs> about you. Somebody's <laughs> going to see that and say, "Well, I guess I'm about to be the, the rich guy in the county." Somebody like me won't last a second. Somebody like me. I mean, I've got some skills. I have zero skills. I can show you how to make a bomb out of a roll of toilet paper and a stick of dynamite. Skills. Uh, something about a bow, right? I guess you could play with the cereal. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that down. Man. <laughs> Crossbow I skills. I remember what I was going to say, and then it freaking went right on my head again. <laughs> I thought about this the other day. When, when crap goes down, here's what people just naturally assume. That they crank their generator up and, oh, we don't have cell phone service. I saw it caught the cell phone company. Wonder why Channel 3 is not working. I mean, they really assume that when the dollar stops, who's getting paid? Nobody. Nobody. When the dollar's done, it's, it's over. Cops aren't getting paid. Are you going to be working? Are you going to be going on protecting your family? Family. What about everybody in the military? Yeah, it, nobody be running the falls. They ain't get paid. No electricity. I mean, living in New York City. Uh, okay, trucks stop running. No food. They're three days from, from starvation. That ain't even the bad part. What's one of the biggest problems in the United States right now, especially in rural areas? Loose cats. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's on crazy pills. So what are you going to do when... Everybody uh, is on crazy pills. That's very true. So, so they'll break into the pharmacies. They'll steal what they steal for a little bit. That'll last them a week or two. Then what? And then we start shooting guns. Oh, and, and I and I worry about this because of Aniston. Mm-hmm. No insulin. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that's a bad deal. God, when Aniston got diagnosed with diabetes, it yep. got real. It, it so, makes you so thankful that we live in a they live in a time that we do actually. As much as we I still complain. Yeah. Honestly, some of the doom the preppers they they, they see it very one dimensionally, but they don't they don't know what they're not seeing everything. Yeah, that's right. You know, I hear my lead Neeson. Sure. Let me try it. The phone call from Taken. Right. You know the part. Oh yeah. 
I don't know who you are. I don't know what you want. <laughs> Man, I, pra- I had it today, dude. No, we, 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 we all do. We all get those movies and those lines that we all practice. I know I'm, I'm guilty of it. Recently, it was I was trying to remember a few good men. Yeah, you know the, the the courtroom scene. Except I was trying to twist it because I was I was using it in a work situation. What's it, Jeffrey? Oh, Jeffrey. Yeah, you tried to use it in work situation. Sorry. Well, you know, I, I, you know, I was I was changing some of the names and words and stuff in there to make it fit for work and stuff, just to be funny. But I spent a long time recording myself trying to just hit it perfectly. Of course, you know, you can't do it like Chad. You know? We live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be... I mean, I was, I was going for it. You, Lieutenant Weinberg, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> you want me on that wall. You need me on that wall. <laughs> no, but, you know, that, that was... Donald Trump should use that. Oh, yeah. yeah. You want me on that wall. <laughs> you need me on the wall. You know it. I know it. Everybody knows yeah. it, that I need to be on that wall. <laughs> that just goes all the way back to trying to remember so many different scenes and stuff, like the, the, the Grinch impersonations that I know Jordan's heard me do and stuff. Oh, no, it's because I always... I always wanted to get in the entertainment. Chase was in a few movies. I was. Yeah, he I was. was in, uh, I was an extra in a stand-in. I totally got fired. From <laughs> <laughs> totally got fired. From. One of them. <laughs> I don't think you want me to say the title uh-huh. on, on air, but no. The other one was actual. They fit because you know Shreveport after yeah. Katrina. A lot of those movie productions were going up to uh, Shreveport from New Orleans, and New Orleans was actually one of the uh, places that was doing some of the most filming. At one point, Shreveport had more films being made there than in New York and L.A. Yeah, they called it they called it South, yeah, Hollywood South, because yeah, there was a website for it. I don't remember. But, you know, and you could, and, you know, they, they did The Guardian, they did, uh, and the one, they, so many of them, absolutely. And, and the one, uh, I got one, I think right after high school, right after high school, you know, that I just signed up for this email list. They said, you can come. Uh, or what's your specific, you know, height, you know, weight, blah, blah, blah. And they said, we, we, we fit you in somewhere. And uh, watching back in the movie, uh, I was right at the beginning, just a little standing, just walking through a, a yard or something like that. And um, it was, I think I'm in there a total of 20 seconds. And it took 13 hours to film. <laughs> it was serious, yeah. but the but the next one uh, was actually pretty cool. It was uh, the Olympus Has Fallen one with uh, Gerard Butler and yeah. Aaron Eckhart, and I got to be a Secret Service agent. I forgot you. you wasn't Joe Mullins in that? Yeah, Joe. Uh, yeah, he was. Uh, he was. Uh, That's pretty cool. He was Speaker of the House. They filmed that in Shreveport. In fact, I don't. I don't. I don't know if any of it was actually filmed in D.C. But you know, they said they had uh, all of it. They had uh, they had uh, uh, White House replicas and stuff built at Millennium Studios, and so you can walk through it. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool. But they, you know, they had. I was in a car wreck scene, and it was on a hydraulic system behind you know in front of a green screen. It was really neat. Yeah, and yeah, I, I die you? immediately right at the beginning. I'm not in the credits. My face is on screen because I'm smiling like a jack. In the you, back, didn't you, know. cut, you didn't get cut off. No, I didn't I mean, get I cut. I, I mean, it's it's really it's watch the movie tonight. Well, you probably will miss me. I'm in the back seat. I mean, I was just trying to get a foot because I always yeah. just wanted to be you know play characters and stuff. It's always fun for me, yeah. Yeah. and the kids love it. See, look, small town famous. Yeah, even though I didn't make the credits, but <laughs> but it's just, it was always something that I always was interested in for yeah. some reason. Yeah. I had no other discernible skills. Yeah. Hey Chase, why don't you act like a, a moron? And I could do that pretty good. Yeah, we were we were good at that. <laughs> yeah, we were. We were. Jordan was right there by me for a lot of 
for most of it. <laughs> all of it. Most all of it. Most yeah. all, all of yeah. it. Most all, all. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about. I, don't know. I really enjoy this more than I probably should have. I may sneak in here while you're asleep. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I was kind of nervous, you know, because I've had to do, you know, some sort of radio stuff before. Yeah. And because you, you said you were recording earlier, and I didn't even know it was. It was really yeah. natural. Was I think. Really the, I think the key is to uh, forget all this stuff is here and it's just dudes talking. It's yeah. Business. Yeah. I just want to hear Jordan like do a radio <laughs> voice. You know, like the old DJ, like coming to live on uh, K ninety four point five. You know, something yeah. like that. That'd be good. Do it. All right, here we go. You guys are looking at me now. Nah, I'm not looking at you. Welcome to 94.5. That's all I got. Wow. <laughs> why didn't you do Welcome to Small Town Famous? Oh, yeah. Why didn't you plug the show? All right. All right. <laughs> Welcome to Small Town Famous. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching you and your face was awesome. Probably the last time I did that. <laughs> you want me to take us out of this? Or? So what? Take, take us out of this? Take you out of this? Take, take you out of this uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you can say it's going to be serious. <laughs> 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 well, well, on that note, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump's president now, and uh, we'll see how that goes. Take that, bro. I just did. Oh, hey, man. That's fine, dude. Yeah. I hope it recorded. Because I, I love crime. Um, <laughs> I really do.